You are tuning in with Brandy J's Horrified Podcast, where we discuss the love of the horror and take some of our favorite movies and discuss how each one gave us an experience. Today, there's an announcement for an upcoming project, which is being kicked off by a man that states, film used to be dangerous. And also, let's enjoy breaking down the experience of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Carrie, The Descent, and then end it off with, is the virus and zombies two different things? Well, let's find out, guys. So welcome once again to Brandy J's Horrified. Okay, we are back. This is Brandy J's Horrified Podcast. Yes, so guys, we are talking about today, first, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You may ask, why are we talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Well, why is because that freaking movie was the shit, yo. If you like horror, you know about some freaking Leatherface, a.k.a. Tommy. But some people don't know, and a lot of people do know that this was supposedly based on a true story, right? Right, and so we are. Some people automatically, automatically just assume that okay, boom. So oh, because you know there's that footage in that the 2003 remake with Jessica Biel, right? And you know at the end when the officers like drag and you see the nails, because you know in the movie they showed the nails, yeah, all that stuff, right? So you would assume like okay, so this dude here, Leatherface, he was like doing that shit. He was real, but real name Ed. Okay, the true story. There was a real life. His name was Ed. He had an alcoholic father and a, a really like Bible thumping to the point where it was just cruel type of mother and his brother. And um, so they, they like lived on like a farm somewhere off from people. And Ed was really uh, like he was a recluse and he, he didn't, you know, like classmates would call him just like sometimes just laughing out loud just radically out of nowhere as if someone told him a joke but he was just really just not you know one to engage and just very to himself but uh yeah and so i mean so he was you know had this really like way out alcoholic father that eventually passed away and then, um, you know, and, and his parents didn't, their parents didn't like them making friends and stuff, so they would get in trouble. So they would keep to themselves. And so, you know, and then there was like a fire on the farm one day, and they say it looked as it could have been. Ed had something to do with his brother dying in the fire, because the brother, they said it, was, it seemed like there was a mystery behind it, which left Ed alone with his, you know, they say crazy, you know, Bible, you know, dumping mom. Which whom she ever, you know, and she would say stuff to him, like, to the kids, no man, no woman will ever love you. So they would, she would put these things in their head, giving them, you know, these, how, you know, making them look towards women in a certain manner. But, you know, 
like that they'll never be loved and you know hey i don't know that's, that's crazy you tell your kids that shit but that's what who ed was that's what that was like his how he grew up in a nutshell you know and then she passed away and then it was ed by himself and as much as you know that that relationship was like way unhealthy he was devastated by it and he like boarded up her room so it was stayed the way it was when she left how she left it and then he went off into this other room in the farm and just was all by the kitchen and he would just stay in there reading like not nazi books and just all this, this crazy stuff and like for 10 years you know what i mean that went on and nobody knew what was about to come until people started popping up missing i guess a significant person in general and it led them to ed on the farm and when they got there, they found things. <laughs> they found uh, stitched up uh, skin, decapitated head, stitched up skin that was made into corsets. And, and like he had a whole, you know, like apparently he could sell. <laughs> and he had like items and stuff that was basically used by, you know, with um, skin. So basically the movie. Uh, Leatherface or the Texas Chainsaw really pulled from Ed and then took that and that's why it's Leatherface and Chainsaw versus oh the other way around but we just assumed that's that was Leatherface was but no Ed inspired Leatherface to create the character Leatherface you know but also found out that Ed I guess was portrayed too I think it was uh Two other movies, um, I guess Psycho and then The Devil's Reject or something that I had came across, but it said it clearly moved more towards Leatherface because, you know, Leatherface, the skin. So that came about because that was the connection of Ed and Leatherface was that, hey, in the movie, Leatherface likes to stitch together, you know, skin and wear the shit. Because underneath, yikes, you know? And then when you wear the skin, even more yikes, <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, you know, oh my goodness. You remember in the 2003 remake with Jessica Biel and he put on Kiefer's face and she was just like, well, I guess that assumes Kiefer's not here anymore. Okay. Because, you know, that's how they even came about their first altercation with Leatherface. And that one was looking for Kiefer. Kiefer got hemmed up. He was in that house. You remember? The old man just... <sighs> fell on the floor doing all kinds of stuff to distract and stuff grabbing the butt. it was crazy all that shit was just creepy <laughs> but shit it made for a good fucking movie okay that's what i could say about that but there was you know um different different uh texas chainsaws you know the very first one i think it was matthew mcconaughey you know if you know the history of the texas chainsaw then of course you know you know that one so that story has been you know messed around played around with in, in many ways then there's the 2016 or 2006 the one with um, the two brothers that were one of them going to vietnam or something around that time and had the miss uh who was her name brewster in it what's her name again sorry fast and furious young lady i, I tell people i'm just too way fucking young to be having these memory lapses sheesh louise brandy you guys know what I'm talking about. Come on, work with me. Oh, you're just gonna do me like that, huh? Just gonna do me like that? Well, anywho, you know, and 
you know, that one was based around, you know, those brothers around the Vietnam time. Remember the one brother was going to go off to a war and stuff. And yeah. And uh, that sheriff, I tell you, it wasn't he. He's a piece of work, especially in the uh, the uh, first the remake with um, 2003 with Jessica Biel. That whole, oh my goodness, the girl in the car. They got in the car. And then I remember I watched it. You know, that's the classic. I love that movie. I remember when that one came out, I went to the movie theater to go see that one. And um, I just remember uh, not that long ago, I think, watching it, and the person was like, Wait, where did she take that gun from? She can't. When she got, in, I said, No, no, she didn't get in the car with that. I mean, no, I said, No, it wasn't in the car already. He said, She pulled that from somewhere at the car. I said, Oh, no, she had that. And then I take it back, and he's like, "She just pulled it. How did that even work? She put that." <laughs> I said, "I know, right? Crazy. That movie was just automatically like off the rip, off the jump. It just took off, you know. And not, you know, not exactly like off the jump, you know. Like, you know, they had their moments. They were messing around in the the lake. I remember because I played my little jam." Sweet home Alabama, right? I know this movie like the back of my hand. <laughs> you know, we can't get into all of it, but this is it's going down, you know, the three choice list. You know, but watching that right there for the first time, I was like, oh my, can you just imagine? And it was the experience, I'm like watching it and I'm seeing it. I'm like, no, no, how could they not have known it? No, I'm seeing it now, all of it bad. The area, anything about it is, oh. And I remember there was a few times that I had traveled uh, <clears throat> with uh, when my son was younger with his dad. We'd go out of town to his mom's hometown, and you know where she is, where she grew, grew up, and the road we would have to take, like we were driving there, and and then you know you'll see that how the areas are like kind of like that, you know, and you just be thinking like, oh my god, I think this is a scary movie, <laughs> you know. They're just like, mm-mm, I wouldn't, I couldn't stay out here. And then way off in the whisk somewhere, away from the road and everything, you'll see like some kind of like farm and stuff. Sometimes you'll see like rows of, uh, you know, kind of like in, um, what's that movie, uh, Children of the Corn and stuff. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I don't think so, honey. <laughs> but yeah, shit. You see the scene where you're like, goodness, no fucking way, we're out of here. Sheesh. Sheesh Louise. But yeah, hands down, that right there, Texas Chainsaw is the Shiznai. But that's a little history there for Leatherface. Thank you for stopping by. Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. I forgot to complete that for you. So what happened with Leatherface was, or Ed, not Leatherface, we're talking about Ed, the real person <clears throat> that Leatherface was expi- uh, um, inspired after. So he was taken obviously in the custody and then when he um he pleaded uh, not guilty but uh insanity so they put him in a uh, you know in a institution for you know crazy people i guess you would rather say and uh when the doctors decided that he was sane and that that he he was good to be on trial but he thought different and he basically said nope i am not sane to uh <laughs> sane enough to be on trial so he was uh basically 
they dropped that and sent him back and that's where he spent the rest of his days and he died you know in the institution for the crazy criminally insane i guess so uh wowzers um yeah so therefore let me just go ahead before i say this one i'm gonna just tell you right now they're all gonna laugh at you <laughs> i love be some carry and you know what you know a lot of people don't like remakes like a lot of people go hard on remakes like you just, you just already have a sucky attitude when you hear it's gonna be a remake You're like it's not gonna be good it's not gonna me i'm like kind of stoked i'm like let me see what they did like let's see and i'm not gonna lie like sometimes things are just are not as good or they're better or they're not or whatever it may be but i just like the whole story behind and if you paid close attention some of them connected even the newer aged ones not the last one there was like two one before the last one and it was the girl that um her friend jumped there was that guy from home improvement that one kid that played it in this one it was the rage carry the rage well it found out to be that she was the sister of because her name was rachel in this one she was the sister to carry that's a dad so that's what connected them you know and that one was pretty intense it was cool i mean i i liked it you know and it's like they had different storylines like with with her she didn't have the, the mom in the home you know like with the how carrie did where it was uh or even this you know because there was remakes of carrie and then this one was just carrie rage it wasn't a remake this is like a whole different chick that was ended up being carrie's sister and um but with kind of like the same intent like basically be having these feeling like like an outcast but she had friend, like a friend and then someone coming in and that was supposed to humiliate her and which ended, he ended up falling in love with her and but his friends did, made it seem different and she thought he was playing her out you know and uh yeah she shut that shit down and you know, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin it for you, but that was a while back. But, uh, you know, um, she didn't make it. But, <laughs> but no, it, it was very cool how it ended. I liked it. And I'm going to say I didn't. I, I really liked it. It's something I watched again. I've watched plenty of times. And then I thought the storyline was interesting because then they had to go to the institution where Carrie's mom actually was living at because she lost her freaking mind to explain this to Rachel that that was she that I guess she was Rachel's mom I know they had the same dad but I can't remember if she was Rachel's mom because Rachel's adopted so the people she was staying with which is like a jerk stepdad and, and all that stuff so she wasn't with so she didn't have that like mom in the household that was like super religious to, to, to like that it was just like scary where I was like are you sure this is God because this hurts <laughs> this is scary you know, it was a way to try to control, but it didn't complete opposite. She was just so terrified because she knew what, you know, was to come. And um, so, yeah, I, I love Carrie. And, you know, that saying, like, a lot of great movies have their saying, like, you know, my favorite Jaws. I think we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> and, you know, I did an interview with uh, two people from there. So, yeah, yeah. David Hamlin and Jeffrey Voorhees. But uh, that's not the movie we're on right now. So yeah, those are the carries. There's other carries, you know, obviously the originals. And then um, 
the very last one. Oh my goodness! And this is like a a girl, a young lady that kind of grew up in the, uh, in the industry. I can't remember her name, and I don't tend to say think that I'm perfect here. And obviously, uh, the memory needs a jog. But the very last one, it, but it had um, you know what? Forget this, because two very important actresses, even the mom. Uh, we all we know who who she is, and um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> please, please forgive me, because they're all gonna laugh at you. Y'all remember that, huh? Yeah, I do. So the last one, which they all, and this one was just a, a straight up just uh, remake. She, this one wasn't like oh. The cousin or the sister, <laughs> you know. Um, but I watched this one too, and I, I liked it because it was about Carrie and it was different. And I just it was a different storyline, you know. But with the same, the still like you know uh, intent behind it, you know. Uh, with with her though, this yeah, and there was a boy involved and humiliate, you know. It's like, oh, you don't know what you're doing here. She's gonna get mad when you laugh. <laughs> so, I personally, big, big, big Kitty fan. But, um, what was I saying here? Oh, come on. What was I saying? Rejuvenate, rejuvenate. Yes, um, so the uh, the the cast the, the character from the and it was 2013 was the last one, and uh, I think it was oh goodness gracious, it, it top of my head, Jesus Louise, Chloe Grace, just my, yeah Chloe yeah Chloe Grace, was it Moritz mm-hmm. that played Carrie White. And then, um, also, you know, the super religious, you know, mom, because she did have that. They kept to that storyline, but everybody knows Julian Moore. And, you know, that uh, was, was, you know, the movie Carrie. And if you pay attention to a lot of movies, when they have a person that's like the outcast or the villain, it comes with a, like a bully story in there. You know, a lot of people don't really peep that right away, but it, it says a lot. A lot of people are bullied. A lot of situations. They're bullied at work. They're bullied. Somebody's, it's, the world is a big-ass bully. Right? But well, you know what? What I didn't know, and I, and I, I should have known this, or it's not even that I should have known this. Shit makes sense. Because I, you know, I love the shit. But Stephen King, he was part of this, you know, this, I guess what, the screenplay? And then Robert Aguirre. Sakasa, I, I get so mad if I when I don't pronounce people's names right. Sakasa and Lawrence D. Cohen, but I didn't. I, I'm gonna sit here and say I didn't know what this one here. I could admit that. I could admit it. Okay, don't judge me. But yeah, Carrie is freaking a legend. But there's something that we I don't know. Maybe you guys knew about this here that I guess we'll both find out all find out together that there is there was you know 
So Stephen King just kept his hand dipped it in, in all of because you you know like how the uh, pet cemetery one you know he did his pet cemetery but he didn't do I guess what the other ones you know and so I guess I just kind of assumed oh fine I'm wrong damn it Randy <laughs> shit sorry Stephen but yeah so there's also this um, that I could super duperly be confused about and never seen before there's another Carrie movie I don't know how it got past me because this the last one was was the one we just talked about right with the you know the two familiar actresses but it's not really saying um, okay we're gonna find out something really quick here Okay, makes complete sense. Because, you know, the one I was just talking about, that's the 2013 movie. This one here. Is not, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I'm definitely going to be looking more into this, but these just seem to be... I'm going to leave this alone for now because I know it wasn't that many, but it's like Christ never fail. Oh, you know, I have some carry digging to do because there's some projects out here that been happening with this movie here. And then you got 31513 carry. If you get a chance or if it crosses your mind, just go and Google carry, you know, the movie. And you'll probably see what I see. You'll see the movies that, you know, actually are the ones that we're talking about right now. The original Carrie, and then the Rage, and then this one, the last one. But then they have these other ones that have all these different titles on it. So I know I'm probably missing one out of that, but there's this one saying, you will know her name, Carrie. And then there's something, another one where she's like floating. It's crazy because shit like this doesn't get past me. You know what I'm saying? So definitely be looking into this shit here. The nerve. <laughs> super duper excited to see what this is about okay so yeah that's scary you know shit these freaking telekinesis you know um powers that she you know kind of didn't understand herself but she understood it better than her creepy mother because her creepy mother was just freaking terrified and tried to put her in the damn closet and lock her in and what's up with that you know what i mean <laughs> be a thing huh I don't know and then there's this one I'm looking at right now it says if you got a taste for terror take Carrie to the prom but it's not the cover from the uh, you know the original this is a some really like kind of cool shit but we will know soon trust me I will let you know what I find out but this is what I do know they're all gonna laugh at you I'm just really digging the graphics, you know, uh, and how much that shit really matters. Grab your attention. Because I know how I am with things. I, I look from at it from my point, you know, from a person. Like, a, I'm looking on the inside out, you know, how, how I see things. And I could completely be in a full-on conversation or probably scolding and, and you know, like, a child, like, you know, told myself, you know, like parents do if you've done something wrong. And all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, pretty, you know, and or whatever it is, I'll just stop because it got me like that. And it, 
shit, you know, it, they, I mean, that's how, how it works on huh? the packaging, you know, because if you really put it into perspective, the, the eyes, you know, people see that's where, you know, that's the first thing that get, obviously gets people's attention is that's going to be your, you pull in people, that's how you make them, get them to be interested, you know? And so I guess that right there, obviously, is a marketing thing. I did know that. I think I would know that even if I didn't, you know, do business in marketing, I think, because of, I see it, I try to look at it from how I see it. I'm like, well, shit. And then in life, and that's just what how it is. We see something, that's how we know. I'm not going to go off into a deep story, but then you wonder, like, okay, well, what about people that don't? That's a whole other topic. Don't got that much time. Got to stay on track, right? Just in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you weren't. And I'm pretty sure we can move on. We got to wrap this up soon. The Descent. I hear some people say they don't know about that movie. I'm like, you're lying. Fucking, fucking lies, okay? There's Descent and there's a two. And let me tell you, go hand in hand. That shit was interesting. I love that movie. I didn't even realize I loved it the first few times I watched it until I realized I loved it. You know? The whole freaking storyline that unfolded down there with these creepy monsters. Like, I'm like, bitches, first, why are you down in this cave? There's some shit people shouldn't do. Okay? A cave does equal want to go inside. To me. (laughs) Just saying. Especially if you, you know, you just don't know what's in a cave. Anything could be down there in the pits of wherever. You gotta, like, have some kind of inkling of that. What do you think you, you might come across in a dark, deep down dark fucking cave? Shit. You know, it's just not a movie. I wouldn't do that shit in real life. Something's t- seen a cave and said, that's my home. And I don't want to know. <laughs> okay? Shit. So, on that note, that's, they got down there and they found out quickly. And had to adapt quickly that those, whatever they were. They didn't have sight. And, then, and for that that experience there, with that one, that was very creepy because you're just trying to be quiet and you imagine. I think there was that part where the chick had to lay. I, I don't know if it was the first or the second one where she was laying. And I think they were like sleeping. Like and in the light, something it came, she came to see that there was more of them and she just had to sit still. I think she was like in the nest of them or something. You know? I think that was the second one because in the first one, the, one of the, the ladies made it out, and she was actually the, actually a lady that um, was one of the, uh, her friends that she went down the with. I think she something had happened there, where her friend had messed around with her husband or something, you know. Because I know that something like that, you know, I don't know if they were on a healing trip. I can't even remember, you know. But what she did notice was. They were wondering what happened to their one friend. And when she seen that necklace, I think that on her neck or something, that, that let her know that, or somewhere if it was hanging on her, wherever she found it, it let her know that you didn't try to save her or you let her, you know what I mean? And so she just, that, and, uh, you know, she didn't come out with her. <laughs> but she kind of did not help the um, one of their friends that she made it seem as if she didn't know and that she didn't have a chance and that they got her and she played more a part of that that led on and got caught up 
and then the one that escaped, you know what I mean? <sighs> oh, I can't imagine just horrified, just running, just gonna get out of there. And I think at the end she was like in her truck and then like somebody like, something happened where somebody like scared her. However it went off was kind of like, <gasps> and then it picks up and, the, and the, when the part two came out, like right, you know, with her, you know, just barely like getting to the hospital, they like, she didn't have any time at all whatsoever. She had to go back down in there, you know, to to prove, to explain that her friends were down in there. She was the last one to see them. That part right there, I was like, that's gotta be freaking stressful. That, if you don't call that PTSD, I tell you, you know, where a whole nother storyline unfolds down there. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely check out, check it out. I mean, it's one of my faves. And um, you'll be catching me in a cave. But I just wanted to say, though, um, it made another whole movie pop in my head that uh, uh, I'll, you know, we'll catch up on that one. And maybe I can bring somebody on. Maybe I'll bring uh, uh, someone of use, like, because I'm a shark lover. Like, not just because of the screen. I like Jaws and stuff. Actual, like, that's my favorite, like, animal to, like, you know, just to, like, I like to put, like, this shark week is, like, a freaking, like... Uh, monumental holidays or something to me. It's just, I love it. Speaking of Shark Week, what's going on? It's really making people forget some things. Is it? Is it? This is June. Hmm. Check into that. I haven't heard anything. But, uh, shit. I don't know. Did you guys ever, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go there. You know, uh, when they opened back the economy, which they're still doing, and I'm thinking the beaches was like, cause the beaches, they was hitting the beaches up before systems was like even okay to go. It was like, and go. Like nobody had even like, you know, set that one off yet. It was kind of like, we're hot, we're going to the fucking beach. Stay ready, okay? <laughs> so fucking hot, I can't wait to get to the water. Uh, Yeah, you got water at home, boo-boo. Let's go outside and put the hose on you. But I, I think these people were just that shit tired of being in the freaking house. And I, and I can identify with it. And I can also say a few things too, but that's not what this show's about. But it's very important because this is where life and it's what's happening and we need to understand certain things. But to get back to where I was at, whatever that may be, <laughs> I kind of don't remember. But no, um, yeah, that really sucks. But I was supposed to actually, um, Oh, yeah, that's where I was. So when, you know, people hit up the beach, you know, I don't know if many people think like I do, but I'm pretty sure somewhere somebody does because it, you really think about it. I'm a logical thinker. But also, I could think. You know, so I, I was wondering, like, what the sharks or the, the dolphins, I was just imagining them like, oh, those damn humans are back. You know, because they probably started off with feeling the vibrations, you know, going through the, the waters. And they're like, fucking, those fucking humans are back? Shit. You know? But no, on some real life shit, I know there had to be a shift. Because that was a while, you know what I mean, for not nobody to really be active out there. You know, and then you just get to, I, I personally, 
I have a very active and very vivid and very, to me, interesting, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, way way of thinking and, and uh, imagination and stuff. And and then I, I'm I'm thinking like you know somebody like nobody's just sitting there watching things all the time and probably out there. What if somebody's out there just shifting around in the water like I'm lost their damn mind? I can't stay in the house no more. Ain't nobody out there. My perfect opportunity, Yank, you don't know I'm coming. I'm just out in the ocean, just swimming around. And cause this is the thing, though, because nothing surprises me any freaking more. Okay, I know y'all. I know y'all don't know about that story, huh? Sea World story with the, the dude uh, got inside the pool. However, he had pulled that shit off, and his friend was wondering where he was and shit. And then freaking security, op- uh, they open up everything, and, and then uh, freaking they go over to freaking uh, the well, the orca. Um, pool and and was it telly telecom i don't even remember was it telecom i don't remember if it was telly rest in peace telly orca you know y'all know anything about that i did a story on that too uh well the the man was on on the orca's back okay yeah like as if the well was showcasing (laughs) You know, or if he even knew, who knew? But let's go ahead and say because we know whales are highly intelligent. Orcas are very highly intelligent, and let's just go out, go on to say that they can't really talk. So let me just tell you what I'm going. How stressed I am. It's crazy, right? But there's a whole, a whole dead man that he played with. But the crazier part is that the man was even in it. The man sought out the whale sought out the pool and just got up in that shit like he has done this before i think they said that he yes he was on something but uh he didn't nobody know this was his plan or anything like that you know nobody said he grew up always wanting you know we don't know but we know that he decided to get up in there after everything was shut down and closed and hopped up in there took his stuff off and just moseyed on over like what's up I seen you looking at me. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Shit, don't surprise me. And in the well, you know, like, okay, we can play. <laughs> the well probably was tripping like the fuck. <laughs> can you imagine? You just go come up in. Wow. And and he bit his dang thing off, guys. Bit that shit right off. But uh, that's not what this is about right now. <laughs> but isn't that crazy as heck? Crazy, yo. That's why it doesn't surprise me to go through people's head. Like I'm, I, I wanted to know. I said, so when did he come up with? Like, when was the thought process? Like, this had to be like drug induced, but whatever drug that was. Whoa, get it out fast. <laughs> okay, because it seemed like they made it seem like he didn't even second guess. Like he was, like, like he knew. But you know, you never know what he was seeing because there's things out there like that that'll just make you think you're somewhere where you're not or, that, or whatever on you're on you think you are a sea world trainer and you got a suit on and everything you're like this is what i do it's my well no no not what you're doing it's not your well <laughs> this is some fuckery right now it's crazy but yeah that shit happened true freaking story every time i think of that shit i'm like the hell is going on here I was like, was he trying to, like, make out with him? Because why is his thing thing gone? Like, he's just undressed, you know? And he was literally on, that morning, the whale was swimming around with him on his back. So, we know, well, I got no hands, no arms. You know what I mean? So, you know he had to do the sweep on him, swoop down, and, uh, and then just let him be on the back. Was showcasing it, like, hello? 
you gonna listen now or did he think the dude was still you know what I mean freaking knows all I know is the dude straight hopped up in the pool and obviously he knew it is that that's what his intent was to do because he waited till they closed <laughs> no oh god so sorry I know it's not funny but I'm not laughing at the, that I love the, the things that just the craziest things that happened and you just realize like nothing really surprised anymore right sheesh but uh guys please please keep um, listening out for um Brandy J's horrified podcast this will not I don't have a set you know time or date for this one because this one is more like a bonus trailer type uh you know special feature type and but I'll always give a heads up when one is coming your way but please be listening out for the world we live in okay and that will be airing new episodes every Monday I'm sorry every Sunday Monday Friday and Saturday at 5 p.m. Okay, guys, don't forget, and that's specific. So I'll have to update you what Eastern and all that looks like because I'm not. I need to. I would like you to know that, but just remember, if this is specific time, if I'm saying, then that means you need to figure out your time. But trust me, I will update you on that because I want you to be able to find it. And one more thing, check me out on Google Cast, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, I think I was on Pandora. I have to check on that. Deezer. Um, as did I say Apple? Apple Cast. What Spreaker? The list goes on and on. Um, I found I found myself on things I didn't even know I was on. Okay, well, let me tell you. Um, Castbox. Uh, Pocket Cast. There's a Castbox. Yeah, Pocket Cast. And um, I'll keep you updated on the on the rest of them. There's 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 a quite a bit, but um, and YouTube. So that means that you can find me. Some people were like, "Oh, I don't have." Okay, well this one I don't have. Uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm, yeah, you can find me. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I love you all. This is Brandy J with Horrified Podcast. Peace out. Love and peace. Bye-bye now. Hi, my name is Brandy J. Singleton, and I'm here to say, in order to create change, we must be willing to change ourselves. We must be willing to think of the bigger picture and what's ahead of us. We must remove any types of resentment or anything that can cloud the judgment and distract us from the path that we're going on. You must remember how we got here and how late we were getting here. We must remember yesterday, the day before, the year before, and the year before that. We must remember to stay on track and that's why we must lift each other up. We can't fall again. We can't afford to. So when it comes down to it and we're trying to change the world with a movement, then that means you must dance, dance together, stay on point, follow each other's lead, 
don't go this way. The other one goes that way. And the other one goes that way. Everybody is in the same rhythm and the same beat. They're moving at the same time, coordinated. You see where I'm going with this? Taking the time out to talk to one another and getting to know to one another and making sure that everybody has a place in this and has a role in it. And once you do that, you give people strength. You give them a worth, some kind of self-worth in this because obviously, obviously, this has torn people apart so many decades. Once you feel it's time to start picking away at people and becoming resentful, like you don't belong here. See that? Because that's what I've heard a lot of. And I'm like, here we go again. And we can't afford it. So once again, I'm here to tell you that in order to make change, we have to be willing to change ourselves. You have to go into this not with any resentment or feeling like hate is inside of you. Because once you do that, then nothing changes. And if there's anyone that told you that you needed hate to fight this, you go ahead and you go give your prayers and you talk to God and he'll tell you something, okay? That's who's going to carry you through this. So remember, take away the hate, take away the pain. As soon as you allow hate into the movement, all you're doing is wasting time, wasting energy, and making a mockery of what's been made a mockery for generations. 2020. Let's get it together.